good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper, over winnersandwiners.com. And together we do this every single day as we get together and giving you our favorite picks as we help you in that journey to head back to the window. Scott, how'd your day go yesterday? Overall, went pretty well. Can't complain. Hit the play of the day. Hit a couple of plays in tennis. This morning or this afternoon, not so much. Unfortunately, I picked the right guy, but I got a bit too greedy. I ended up taking Chilich to win in three or four sets. And of course, he won in five. So I picked the right guy, but you can rip up my ticket. Yeah, I got a little greedy, huh? Tried to... A uh, little bit. I tr- tried to turn plus 110 into plus 190. Yep. And said I turned it into zero. Happens to the best of us, my man. Uh, yep. Check in with some guys here in the comment section. Brandon Kubas, he's hooked. You got a, you got a WNBA junkie now, Scott. You, ha- you, you happy? Uh, well, we got a winner. So, yeah. I, it probably didn't deserve to hit, if I'm being honest. The Mystics ended up scoring a decent amount of points in the final couple minutes. But when you have a team total of 85 and a half and the other team intentionally fouls down about 13 with 25 seconds left. I'd love it. I'll settle with 87. I'd love it. Women, the eternal optimist. That's what makes them so great, Scott. Uh, G money in the house says, let's make some money. Brandon Zerfus. Brandon finally made it for the start of a show. All right. Welcome aboard, buddy. See you. You missed all the excitement. Um, James Mounts in the hizzy. What's up, James? Bronco Devil pulling double duty today. We saw him over on the uh, on the other show. Uh, <laughs> Bronco Devil says, there's no way you rolled the background into Studio B that fast. Yeah, that's what I told him. I said, that's the hardest part about changing the studios is rolling my backdrop all the way down the street to the other studio. <laughs> well, it's even, harder, uh, it's even harder, though, if you're Allie, because you have to go to about seven different studios for the background. Man, right? she's got a huge house, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, very good. It's good to have you guys here. We appreciate everybody stopping by to check out the show. Of course, all we ask, what do we ask, Scott? Like and subscribe. That's it. That's it. That's all we ask. Smash that thumb. Make sure you get subscribed. And it's important that you subscribe, not just to the Winners and Wonders YouTube channel, but we've been threatening it. It's like we've been saying we're going to turn this car around. Well, we're all the way across the state of Kansas, but well, fuck, we're going to do it. Uh, June the 13th, the show will be available exclusively on the Max Wagers Network. That'll be the one and only place you can catch me and Scott. Of course, you can still catch our individual picks uh, as we do those every day. You can catch those on Winners and Winners. But if you want us live, you want us in, uh, in beautiful color there on your on your YouTube screen, Max Wagers Network is going to be the way to go. Speaking of the Max Wagers Network, a lot of great content all day long and some shows that don't even involve me. So that's cool. Uh, Sean Higgs, Midday Money at Noon, Allie Burns, Bringing you Morning Wood at 1 o'clock. Me and Chris at 2. Scott and I doing it here at 3 p.m. 4 o'clock, Sean Miller talking about soccer from around the world. And 5 o'clock, Detroit Lenny and the Earl Boys. Tim and Nick bring it all home with game time decision. Were you happy about the Djokovic-Nadal uh, outcome, Scott? I had both players to win a set. So, yeah, I made money on it. Of course, I was rooting for Djokovic. But Nadal played well. Djokovic had a shot there to serve for the fifth, or the force of fifth, and Nadal broke back. But, yeah, Nadal controlled most of the action. Djokovic had a couple of spurts, but on the given just average points, it seemed like Nadal always got the better end. Yep. Can't say I'm fully shocked. I had Djokovic winning, but when you go against the greatest clay court player of all time, I'm not going to be totally shocked that Nadal pulled it out. Tom Brady beat me again? What? 
How could that be? Yep. Plus 200. I get it. I get it. Uh, Larry Sports Talk in the house. What's up, Larry? And he uh, sends out a, a welcome to the good people in the chat. And we do have fun. Some of them. Some of the best handicappers in the chat of anywhere I've seen. Because I mean, you know, I watch other people's videos. I watch live chat. Those guys are donkeys compared to compared to these people right here, Scott. I can't relate because, you know, I can't read. So, there you go. <laughs> Andrew says it was an intense match. It was. Scott, it was very frustrating. As I've mentioned many times, I have YouTube TV. I like a, a lot of aspects of it. However, it does not have the tennis channel. ESPN did not have the tennis match on. The only way I could watch it, you sent me a link. And I don't know if somebody was shooting that on a uh, on a still camera, but Potato. I would get uh, about ten seconds of action and then about thirty seconds of freeze. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, it was better than I could keep up with the score kind of in real time, but it was not great. It was not great at all. So did you have some of the same problems? Was it the feed? No, I have the tennis channel. Oh, you son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Pay extra for the cable package. Dude, I, I couldn't pay more for what I have right now. I you don't understand. I'm maxed out on sports. What's I'm that? up at four in the morning. I need something to watch. Well, give me some tennis in Europe. I was surprised they didn't have it. I've got, you know, I've got the golf channel. I've got the poker channel. I've got two gambling channels. Wait, you have poker go? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I would have traded it all for the tennis channel yesterday. I thought about getting the poker go a couple of uh, years ago. Then COVID happened, and now half the tournaments are online. Yeah. Of course, now they do have some more in-person stuff opening up. But there was a period where I actually thought about getting poker go for a month, and I never ended up doing it. Oh, there you go. Um, so, yeah, that was, a lot, that was a lot of fun. Great match. And, yep. Scott, if you uh, maybe would have bet some money on Dahl, you'd have been happy. What was, that? What was the odds going into that match? Uh, two to one. So there you go. At plus 200, maybe you've got another lock lined up. Maybe you've got another play that you think is a sure thing. And this is a great opportunity provided to you by the good folks over at Caesar Sportsbook as they offer you free bet insurance up to $1,100 on your first bet. Just make your deposit and make that first bet. Of course, make that first bet count because Caesar will guarantee that bet up to $1,100. If you win, congratulations. You just put two to one in your pocket. But if you lose, Caesar says, you know what? That's all right. We understand. Bad beats happen. We'll make it up to you this time. So they'll uh, they'll make your bet good up to $1,100. Must use the code ATSWINSCZR. That's A-T-S-W-I-N-S-C-Z-R. That code is available in the show description as well as the link to get you going. Available only in states where Caesars is, of course. Must be 21 to play. 18 will get it done in New Hampshire and Wyoming. And if you're clicking the links, also have the link to my premium plays like to get involved with that i would have, love to have you as one of my subscribers you can hit that link as well and uh we went, we went two and one on the premium side yesterday not too uh not too shabby we got we got home in the uh <clears throat> philadelphia san francisco game we had the over nine and a half never a doubt never a doubt we had the over in the mets game that was uh that was well done and uh missed out on the angels and we missed out uh my play of the day i had the milwaukee brewers Minus 135. I misspoke. I said they had they'd failed to protect three leads. They'd failed to protect two leads and one tie. So, my bad. Ryan's heading I'll, to the Phillies game. You. Uh, you guys like Rodon tonight? Uh, Chris and I talked a little bit about that. It is uh, Rodon going up against Nola. Scott, what do you got there? I'm not back in the Phillies. It's deja vu. We have this conversation every day. <laughs> I mean, if you want to back Nola, who has been better lately, I don't blame you. 
But even if they have a lead, do you trust the bullpen? No. Can't do it. So why would I take the Phillies? If I was going to get involved, I suppose it would be a first five play. I was going to say a first five. Maybe you can go team total if you really don't trust Rodon. But the Phillies suck. I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. You're just going down the, the line here. They have a worse record than the Pirates. So they're actually worse in the state of Pennsylvania. They've lost five in a row. They've lost seven of eight. They've given up at least five runs in uh, seven of those eight games. They're just not a good baseball team. And we talked about it when we went through the NL East breakdown. You have Girardi, who loves to use the bullpen. That was a story with the Yankees. And the bullpen stinks. Not to mention the fact they're one of the worst defensive teams in the league. They paid a bunch of money to Schwarber and players. I know that Castellanos has been good, or pretty good, but... Just go down the line. Are they a good baseball team? No, not really. Can't close it out. Can't close it out. I think I think they have great talent, but they just we and you and I talked about it on our preview show. They um just they address none of the bulk. What are you gonna do? Bring in familia? Yeah. Congratulations. That's the thing. Like you you didn't do anything for your bullpen. By the way, our buddy Rye Cape is in the comment section. He says he loves to play Texas Hold'em. Uh Rye, of course, is the uh He's the, he's the new guy on our NASCAR show. Been having a lot of fun with Rye the last couple of weeks, so make sure you check out our NASCAR show. That's available usually about uh, midnight Friday night. It'll go it'll go up there, so uh, Eastern time. So if you're in the Central Zone, it's available even earlier than that. And, uh, yeah, he's a, he's, a good, he's a good dude. Knows his, knows his car, Scott. Okay. Okay, good, nice. ch- good chat, good chat. Yeah. Um, uh, he, he brought up an, a great tip because this week is Gateway. And of course, not a lot of the guys have a ton of experience at Gateway, so he uh, suggested that what he's going to be doing is watching. No, Scott, he's going to be watching truck races because they have run uh, they have run the trucks at Gateway. So watch some of the drivers that have driven trucks there. And so you're how, just taking Kyle Busch. <laughs> see how they negotiated around. Is that, that what you're saying? So look at the truck drivers. So you're looking at Kyle Busch. Is that it's, basically the story? It's about t- it's about time to stick Kyle Busch again. Yeah. Uh, Larry says Philly going to lose a lot more games. Yeah. That's yeah. That's almost certain, Light. almost I mean, certainly it, true. It is what it is. Been the issue for years, and Girardi's a guy who tends to lean on the bullpen. Yep, exactly right. So. Wears him out down the stretch, and we ain't even close to down the stretch yet. So, hey man, let's talk a little bit about what happened yesterday, shall we? Let's talk about the good news, the bad news, the winners, the whiners, the people that took it in the shorts, and the people that took it to the bank. It's time, man. It's hump day, baby. Let's talk about who had to get out their flip phone and call the cops. All right, man, we're going to start off uh, in that game we just talked about, Scott, Giants-Phillies. If you had the Giants-Phillies under nine, congratulations. You're a great handicapper, man, because they only had six runs in the first nine in. Go ahead and cash your ticket. Oh, nope, 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 nope. Going to do extras. Well, okay, let's just keep it under control in extras. That's all we got to do. Uh, no, they scored one run each in the 10th, and that brought it to nine. You knew you were hoping for a push. And you didn't get it as the Giants exploded for three runs in the top of the 11th. They win that one 7-4. to four. Scott and I win the farm, and uh, I win my premium players some cash as we have the over in that game. But if you had the Giants-Phillies under 9, so sorry. Call the cops. I still can't believe Logan Webb was plus money, but whatever. Anyway, if you had the Twins and Tigers game two of the doubleheader, first five over four and a half, try to say that five times fast, you had four runs in the first two innings. And then you had nothing else. So you just needed one more run in the final three, and you did not get it. All right. And if you had that uh, defensive struggle out there 
in Colorado between the Oilers and the Avalanche. Yeah, the Oilers plus one and a half. In pretty good shape, man. Uh, they'd put up six goals, so you figure your puck line uh, should be good. But uh, 59 minutes into the game, it was good. They trailed with a uh, one goal with less than a minute left. Scott, it's the empty netter. I talked to Chris last hour. I said, this is the equivalent. The empty net at the end of hockey games would be like, instead of kneeling down, the uh, offense in an NFL game had to throw the ball at least 30 yards down the field. I would say it's the equivalent of a, let's just say a fouling frenzy down the stretch of a basketball game. Similar. Yep. Very similar to that because uh, the the totals can explode. The line can, can get covered. And that's exactly what happened last night as 22 seconds remained in the game as the Avalanche popped in the empty netter Edmonton. They lose by the deuce. Oilers plus one and a half. Mm-mm-mm. Good value. Throw in the trash. I think I hit everything in that game. So I liked the... Unfortunately, I did lose a bet on McKinnon over half a power play point. He scored eight goals. He couldn't get a power play point. He was even on the ice for a power play goal. He just didn't touch the puck. But I liked Colorado team total over. I like Edmonton team total over. I like Colorado in regulation. And yeah, it was 8 6. So, how much does this change if Kemper can't go? I don't know if it changes anything, to be honest. I mean, you can make a serious argument that he's, of course, the much better goalie right. in the backup, but, well, Smith got pulled. Right. Total, totally shocked, by the way, that Smith got pulled. You know, who would have thought he would have been awful? In game one. Do you know any YouTube shows that were uh, talking about how awful Smith would be? In no, game? I, well, there's probably some, but I know you and I have just been singing his praises uh, endlessly. Yeah, we think that he's, you know, a future Hall. No, he's the ter- he's a terrible goalie. I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> Big so. game, Mike. I think it's going to matter, but at the end of the day, Smith is so bad, it kind of cancels each other out. It's like the same situation you had in the previous series, because you have two goalies that you don't trust, Mike Smith versus somebody else. The difference is Colorado supporting cast is actually on par, if not better, than Edmonton's. And I can't say the same about Calgary. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, do you think it makes a difference? It might make it a couple of games longer, but I still think Colorado wins the series. I'm not picking Edmonton to pull off the upset here. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I don't I don't think it as long as you've got Mike Smith in, in goal and you've got that avalanche offense. I still think they're in good shape, but you're yeah. right. It could extend it from four games to six, something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's find out the good news, Scott. Let's find out the nice, easy wins, the ones who got to fire up that cigar early. Kick back, relax, and uh, yeah, maybe catch up on Stranger Things because you didn't have to watch your games because they were over as you were sitting in the rocking chair. So the first one, if you had the Mets minus one and a half against the Nationals, they led eight to nothing after five innings, and they won the game ten to nothing. How about those Yankees? If you had those Yankees on the money line, that didn't take long. They led four zip after one, and they end up winning that one nine to one. Angels offense. Where'd you go? Where are you? I know you're around here somewhere. Let's see if we can find you. The offense. Thor got his ass kicked yesterday. Well, that's very Return true. Turned to New York, you know. Oh, that's time true. Time in a while. That's... Yeah, not a good time. Well, again, one run. So, yeah, I'll ask where the offense is. But you're, you're right. They gave, they, gave, they gave up nine. The only thing so. surprising about Syndergaard was I didn't back him. The last time he pitched like shit, we were on him. So, um, at least at least I was. I can't remember if we were both on him or not. But Yeah, and the last one in baseball, if you had the Mariners on the money line against the Orioles, they led eight to nothing after three, 
and they also won 10 to nothing. Yeah, Baltimore doing what Baltimore should be doing right there. Um, all right, so we need to talk about this just maybe a little bit more. We uh, we touched on it briefly, but let's go back to it and talk about uh, odds makers. We seem to have at least one of these a day, and uh, yesterday was no different. We're going to find out uh, why is everybody whispering about the odds makers being drunk. So, Scott, we did have a hockey game yesterday, and uh, woe to anyone that happened to be on the under because it was over quick. We weren't on the under. We were not on the under. No, sir. No, sir, we were not. I wasn't I wasn't thrilled about the seven, but when you get it down to six and a half or minus 130 or so, I was definitely uh, a fan of that play. What about the 14 goals surprised you other than the fact there was 14 goals? I mean, were you surprised that Smith was that bad? No. I actually thought he was going to get pulled at some point in the game. I guess the one surprise was that I thought Colorado would be a little bit better defensively. I know for a fact Edmonton's not a good defensive team. So that did not surprise me at all. I think the one surprise was the fact that I truly thought the final goal of the first period was offsides. And they reviewed it, and then they countered it. And I I thought it was offsides, but maybe from a different camera angle it was not. Did anything really surprise me? I guess Colorado almost blowing a four-goal lead, but that was basically it. Every Edmonton game in the playoffs has been, besides the King series, has been chaos because they don't stop anybody, and their offense is great, and their goalie sucks. So did anything truly shock me? No. Of course, 14 is 14. You're expecting something like 6-4. to four. Maybe you get to 10, something like that. But really, no. The game went kind of the way that I thought it would, up and te- up-tempo, back-and-forth craziness, and Edmonton gave up eight goals. So, not really. You? Yeah. I, obviously, you're going to be surprised you give up 14. But... That's what I'm saying. Like, that number's a little bit high, but I was expecting 10, 9, maybe get a 5-4 game or something. But was I shocked Edmonton's defense was that bad and Smith was atrocious? No, of course not. So, are we going to see, if Kemper can't go next game, are we going to see seven and a half, Scott? You might have to, or at least seven with like a minus 120, but I'm still not taking the under. Okay. Will you, will you get involved at seven and a half? I'll have to consider it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Why not? Yep. That's it. Did you, you know. see anything from either goalie that suggests that you should not just <laughs> no. be the over? Of no. Course no, of course not. Absol- absolutely not. So even Kemper, before he left, he gave up, what, two? Oh, he wasn't good either. Yeah. So... Not ideal, not ideal at all. So yeah, oddsmakers a little bit, little bit tipsy when it came to that game. We'll see if we'll see if they can sober up and put that seven and a half and just dare you, just dare you to bet the under, Skeets. Do you uh, think it'll be? Well, actually, I want to see if there is a line already. I'm assuming there is a line for game two already, but I got to assume it's at seven. But instead of plus one ten, it's probably minus one fifteen. Yeah. Yep. Very good. If uh, it's still six and a half, I'm gonna laugh. Oh yeah, you got you got to jump on that. It is seven and a half at plus one ten. Jones says we were awesome yesterday. Jones, we're trying to be awesome every day, but we appreciate we appreciate you uh, the fine fine complimentary words for us. Thank you very much, Lex Steele in the hizzy. What's up, Lex? Uh, so I I did find some lines. It's seven and a half at plus one ten on FanDuel. The alternative has seven at minus one forty six. Hmm. Now I want. I mean, I'm, I, I want I'm not going to say no. I want to see what happens. You know? with, I want to see what happens with that number. I, w- I want to see if the uh, number 
comes down. I can shop around. Truth is, you could always just take an extreme juice six and a half if you really think it's going to go over. Right. Because you do get the overtime draw at 3-3. Three, three. That's, that's brutal, I though. saw nothing that suggested you're going to see any type of adjustment. I mean, I, I see seven on BetMGM at minus 135. Okay. I mean, that's probably what I would take. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, with, I'm with you. I don't really see an alternative. You can go six and a half at minus 190, which I don't mind either. I mean, I've been taking tennis matches over three and a half. Same principle. You're right. going to be laying juice because you like your chances. I assume you're going to see each team get to three in game two, and you might see Colorado get to six. So, no, I, I still like the over. Okay, very good. Um, you know, we do try to keep an emphasis on sports around here, but as we record this, a couple of comments. Apparently, the uh, herd depth verdict has come through. And Amber Heard has been found liable for uh, against uh, slander, I guess. I don't know. I dude, I I literally haven't watched one second of that trial. Well, she's found liable, but liable and slander are two different things. I understand that. So I'm saying I don't know what she was. All the above. I don't know. Um, I think uh, she lost the case when reports came out that she crapped in the bed. I think it was over for. That's the point of no return. You know, you just lose. You know. Yeah, I and I use that phrase, and I, I will never be able to use it again now without thinking of that. Crap the couch. Yeah, I think that's gonna be crap the couch. Def, defamation. So, um, Scott looks twenty three with no facial hair. Hey, thanks a lot. What about Rochelle? I was gonna say I don't. I think I look like eighteen with no facial hair at this point. You still get carded? Uh yeah. Okay. I still do. Uh, Brandon says he's too busy watching the Max Wagers Network. Hey, put that guy on the commercial. I watched none of the trial no. from what I heard from the get-go was that Amber seemed to be a bit nuts and she allegedly snorted some cocaine while sitting on the witness stand. I did see, you see, I respect uh, the power move regardless of if it was cocaine or not, but yeah, I don't think she did herself many favors in the court of public opinion. I learned, I learned everything about current events from Twitter. <laughs> That's yeah, really about much. the only thing. If I if I don't see it on Twitter, it's probably not going on. So I, I didn't really care. No, to be honest. No, I didn't. Whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either one of them. I'm not getting any of the money. How long, how long did the trial take? Like a month? Fuck! It seems like it. It does seem like it was a month, man. I, I don't know. So what happened? She accused him of being like domestically violent. I literally just came on and said I had no idea what's going no, on. No, I'm trial. just saying, is that just the basis? Like she just accused him of being I think, abusive? I think so. I again, I don't know. Um I don't I don't know. All right. So maybe somebody will put uh, maybe somebody will help us out and tell us number one, how much money is involved? Is he getting money from her? And what were the actual defamation was it about things she said about him being abusive or whatever? I don't know. J Willy Wonka minus one fifty cash or tickets. Definitely did coke on the stands. You know, I used to uh, perhaps back in the day, not saying yes or no, but there maybe was a bar where those kind of things got done. Is you know crowded and dark and things like that on the witness stand. Straw dollar bill key bump. Sure, yeah, all sure. of the, all of the, all, all all of those. Yeah, uh, yeah, back when they had keys. Sure, absolutely. Um. I've ruined a few credit cards, and that's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, if you do it in a hotel, you can just use the room key. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, for God's sakes. Mike, the Royals really are a bad baseball team. Oh, I was curious what game you were watching. I was watching. Uh, yeah, not surprised they're losing to the 
to the Guardians again. Uh, Santana couldn't get to uh, first, and the pitcher was slow to cover. So, ground ball to first base. Yeah, that's a hit. Actually, it was a great pitch, though. So, oofta. Mm. All right. Yep. I was. I talked about my video last night about fading the Royals pretty much until further notice. Uh, I didn't love the pitching matchup today. Um, I thought that, you apparently know, the Royals didn't love it either. And I didn't love paying one fifty again. It didn't matter as the Royals are well on their way to losing. So Brad Keller hasn't been awful today. They're getting uh, death by a thousand cuts, but mm. it's a loss just the same, most likely. So uh, <laughs> love it when we talk about back in the day. Well, the difference is with me, it's when uh, Reagan was president and with Scott, it's when Obama was president. <laughs> so uh, no, Bush. Bush? Bush. The second Bush. Yep, second one. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, back in back in the day in 2004. Pretty much. I was seven. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Um, okay. So, that being said. Look, we, you can roast them all you want, but he threw a hell of a first pitch. What's that? Bush. Oh, threw oh a Bush? Hell of a first pitch. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I, I can't. Can, the, the guy absolutely. It is a sports show after all. You know, that, that was right down the middle. Wearing a, uh, wearing a bulletproof vest mm-hmm. and a jacket from the mound, not even in front of the mound. No, it's the best first pitch of all time. Yeah, it has to close, be. Has close to. second, Mike Tyson. <laughs> Threw a hell of a 12-6 curveball. Um, Mike Tyson. Yeah, that that's it was one of it was one of the all-time give you chills moments as he yep. as he walked out on the on the uh, on, on on the infield as play resumed. You probably don't remember much of that, do you? I was 4. I know. So no. I all remember right. 9-11. I just don't remember the first pitch. I told you it was my, uh, my kid's first day of preschool, and we, and we still have their their folder that they made that day. It said, welcome to preschool, 9-11-2001. Like, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the courtroom and the lawyers cleaned up. Well, Larry? Well, Amber's lawyers cleaned up because anytime you get paid for losing a case, whether it was winnable or not, it's a separate story. But, I mean, I enjoy getting paid when I lose. No. They gave okay, so they gave Johnny Depp fifteen million and the witch. I'm assuming that's Amber Heard two million. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that seems like a thirteen. And is she made of wood? <laughs> what else will float? A duck. A duck. A duck. God, what a funny movie. Okay, mm-hmm. all one of my all time favorite comedies. Uh, has to be. Has to be. Um, how about how about dodging the shoes in Iraq? Yes, very good, Dano. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, and the dude, not one but two. Pretty, a pretty, yeah. pretty good job. So, um, okay. Um, what about the hockey game tonight, bud? Let's bring it back. What Let's bring it, it back home. Well, uh, you have two teams what? that what? I am not a big fan of as an Islanders fan. By the way, that makes for the worst sports sports talk show ever. Well, Scott, how about that hockey game tonight? What about it? Yeah, but. The thing is, I have a play that I on it. Okay. I have, first, I have the first period under. All right. At one and a half. I'm not taking the over. It's kind of the opposite of the other series because unlike Smith and Frank Net, you have the best two goalies in the league. Right. And you can make an argument uh, that Vasilevsky's already a top five goalie of all time. I'm just going to go with the under. I'll assume it's going to finish 2-1, 3-1, something like that. I took the first period because I really hate the empty netter sweats at the end. So I just see a low-scoring defensive struggle. So you and I took uh, Chesterkin over saves the other day, and yep. that easily got there. And one of the th- reasons that we liked that play is because this Rangers defense has just been dreadful at uh, 
trying to trying to save uh, him a little bit of trouble is uh, they they ain't make any friends with Igor the way they played. Do you no. think do you think this defense can somehow get any better, Scott? Well, the reason why I wasn't interested in the saves is because in games one and two against Carolina, they actually did a better job. So I am curious if in the beginning stages of a series, they might pack it in defensively, and then it might slowly open up as the series progresses. So I decided to stay away from it, but in reality, no. I still want to find out officially Braden Point's playing. I think he is. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's playing. Uh, let me see if I can get any details. By the way, Andrew says he's uh, – I believe he's tailing you because you just laid out your pick here recently. So According to uh, some reports, Point did skate with the Lightning ahead of game one. So it's still up in the air, but maybe he's going to play. Okay. But Tampa has so much offensive firepower. So if you're asking me, do I expect him to go over in saves? Probably. Because the Rangers have been known to give up a lot of shots. They kind of stole the Islanders' approach with trots, which is give up give up a bunch of shots, but make them low-percentage shots, and you'll find a way to win games anyway. Okay. And that's kind of the thought process behind that philosophy. And Tampa is not afraid to get a bunch of shots on net. So I don't mind the over there. But I still think the safer play is just to assume both goalies will be good and take the under. Okay. And who do you like to win? Game one's tricky because the Rangers have been really good at MSG. I really just think the Lightning are a much better hockey team, especially if points able to play the majority of the series. I got the Lightning in five, so I guess I'm just taking Lightning game one because I don't think the Rangers are going to win many games in the series. Okay. Do you? No, I, I, they, they might steal two. I think would be, I think is their ceiling. I think they need Igor to steal a couple, but when it comes to five on five, who's the better hockey team? Not, not. A I think it's Tampa, and I don't think it's very close. No, and I, I I've got to go with the experience. I've got to go with the team that's been here before, and I've got to go with the best goalie until I'm proven wrong. So, oh, got it. Okay, there you go. So they did not give up a grand slam in the seventh inning to the Guardians. Congratulations, Royals. Way to go. Only, proud of them. only drove it to the warning track. Um, so you've got Rangers. You've got, you got Tampa Bay in five. You like Tampa Bay tonight. Lay in the minus 125. You like the under. You like the overrun. Just here can saves. I'm leaning to Tampa. I'm not going to actually have a play on the money line because anytime you have two great goalies, you really don't know what's going to happen. Okay. But... I do like the under as my favorite play. All right. Very good. Very good indeed. I know we do have a play of the day from the diamond as far as our farm play goes. But, Scott, what else gets your attention there today? What else uh, that hasn't already kicked off uh, do you like tonight? I really have not been that intrigued by the card today. It's pretty light. If you want to go through some baseball games, which already started, uh, I was a fan of the Mets, but nobody cares now because that game's already underway. I really didn't like much on the card. I'm just happy that there's a playoff game I could actually watch because I'm still waiting for the NBA to start. I get you want to give them some extra time, but you really couldn't start on Wednesday. Yeah, I get that. Um, this is <laughs> some days hosting. Do this you sh- like the card today? Because I don't think it's very good. No, I. A lot of times we. Uh, have games that we like early and we, and we can't play them just for logistical reasons because they've already gone off by the time that the show is going on. That was not necessarily the case today. I'm you know, again, I'm pretty much an auto fade of the Royals at this point, but other than that, 
not much I wanted to get involved with. It was a tough card, and it was interesting doing uh, Total Chaos Total Chaos last night when we had to come up with, uh, and she keeps, <laughs> Allie, you know we love you, but stop putting the Cubs on there. She keeps putting Cubs home games up there, and then, surprise, there's never a total the night before. I don't think it was said on air, but I did tell you that I thought Alexander would get the start, and apparently Lindblom is not pitching. <laughs> so Alexander did get the start against Hendricks. I guess I'm leaning to the over there because Hendricks has been awful and Alexander hasn't pitched yet this season. But, I mean, we went through a couple totals on Total Chaos, and I guess those are the ones I'm leaning towards, but do I have any real thoughts? No. Once again, I think it's a pretty underwhelming card. The White Sox first five might be tempting because Kopech's been good and Ryu has been mediocre, but the White Sox aren't a good team. We're saving our favorite play from the late card for the farm. Right. But I don't really like anything. Do you like? I, we. I don't think it's a very. I think it's a pretty underwhelming situation. Okay. Um. I'm curious to see. I'm curious about the Dodgers game. Uh. And and, and Andrew. Is they're laying about four thousand when they've lost the first couple games. Of the yeah. Series. Well, Daniel. Daniel just asked the question. Can you believe a possible pirate sweep? Well. Why not? Quintana's been good. Sure. Um. Uh, I mean, this is arguably the most favorable pitching matchup of the series, right? Yeah. And they've managed to break through and, and win those other two. So they won with Mitch Keller pitching. I mean, I don't, if that if that doesn't tell you something, then I don't know what will. Well, they've been minus three hundred the first two games. And now they're just minus two fifty. So yeah, the world. Pittsburgh's the face of of Pennsylvania baseball now because they're better than the Phillies. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I know that's a that's a big deal for sure. Uh, three nothing Mets. There you go, and uh, like the, uh, Bill says, he likes Golden State game one, Celtics for the series. I don't hate it. I don't we'll hate see. it. We'll see. I think Golden State wins the series, but it should be competitive. You are hardly an objective reporter at this point. I am a completely objective reporter at this point. I hedge everything. What are you talking about? No, I'm just saying you have, a, you have a vested interest in the outcome of that series. I'm like the most pessimistic futures better of all time. I just assume my team's going to fall apart every time. I originally liked Boston, but I thought about it. And with Gary Payton, the second being back to help defensively, I wonder if the lack of experience is going to catch up to Boston. What, what, what kind of dealing with what kind of mindset is that? I expect I expect the shitty future, so I would like to make a lot of futures bets. No, I'm saying as it gets closer and closer to winning, I have more and more doomsday scenarios that pop into my head. That's that, what I mean. That is just okay. That's how it works. Okay. You know, All you've right. come this far. You just assume it's never going to come up easy. I'll tell you what. The one thing I've learned from gambling for the last, I don't even know, eight years, it's always a sweat. It always is. And as soon as you let your guard down, boom, comes back to bite you. So, no, I am fully anticipating a war, but I think Golden State gets it done. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Yeah, we'll be talking about that game tomorrow as well as the series. Well, who are you taking in the series? I, I have to back Golden State. I just do. I just, the... Other than the one game where they got blown out, the the lows for Golden State have been higher than the lows for Boston. You know, and the one game Golden State lost, of course, by when they were down fifty, was a closeout game that you can argue they just didn't really care about. Right, right. You know, after we after we mercifully made fun of people, or unmus- unmercifully made fun of people who thought that there was some sort of strategy. Well, we'll just blow this game off so we can close it out at home, and we poo pooed that about how ridiculous that was. That's what they exactly did. <laughs> they go out and lose by 40. And, I still think and the lowest of lows 
not including the net sweep, but the Celtics losing game six at home is one of the lowest lows I've seen from a finals team in a long time. Yeah. I have no idea how they lost that game. Just didn't show up. Just didn't show up. Well, yeah, uh, you could argue. Well, in fact, I would I would argue uh, vehemently that Phoenix Game Seven was worse. Yes. Okay. That that's a fair point. Phoenix is definitely the lowest of lows. I was talking about a team that made the finals. Oh, okay. That okay. had like serious red flag losses. Yeah. The Golden State one, you're on the road. Right. You know, whatever. You can go back home after that. Boston was at home. Miami was dead to rights. Yeah. And then you had to travel back to Miami to close it out because you punted a home game in game six. I still have no idea how that happened. I think that comes back to bite him, at least in game one. I think because I don't of that. I trust him to close games. Well, no, that's definitely true. And I think You're Golden, talking about stamina purposes, Golden State has the rest advantage, correct. I don't know what rest advantage even means, though, because nobody's played in three days. Now, true, true. But, you know, there's it a difference. might impact the injury recovery for Smart and, Mar- and Robert Williams. Yeah, well, they got – so instead of having a week off, they got three days off. Yeah. So, yeah, not not ideal. So especially but I don't, I don't trust Boston to close games late, which I think is how Golden State will find a way yep. to open up a multi-game lead at some point in the series. I just think Boston's going to be in a good spot, potentially at home. They'll be up five with three minutes to go. And suddenly Boston has a bunch of awful possessions in a row and Golden State sneaks it out. Three-pointer, turnover, three-pointer, turnover, drive to the hoop, and one, it's over. Down five to up three, Yep. and they steal a road game. Yep. Like, I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is an experienced team that's been here, done that. And, uh, yeah, I think it, it, it's an, it's a weird mix, Scott, because you had you had the Golden State super team with the, with the, with the big three that are still there, but there was such a gap between that time and this time that I think they can appreciate it anew. It's not like that team is back in the playoffs. You know, it's a, it's pretty much a completely different team, except for obviously those three guys. Pretty much. Okay, solid. All right. Well, uh, anything else before we get rolling here, buddy? Not really. Once again, not the greatest card in the world. So don't spend all your money on it. I will say, some days, Scott, hosting the show is more difficult than others. <laughs> some days it just flows. Well, I don't give you much to work with some days. That's so. kind of my point. That's kind of my point. Some days we're having great conversations. We have to like cut it short. And we can then, have a big conversation if you want to, but you can pick the topic because the sports games tonight are if, not going to be the main topic. If only one of us would have watched the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial, we could fucking talk about it. <laughs> I don't even know if there's anything to talk about. The trial was an interesting concept for a week. And then you realize that thing's still going on. Right. It right. just kept dragging along. I felt that way with the NASCAR race the other night. It was it was the it was the herd depth trial of sports. As it, like one o'clock in the morning, it, they're fucking still racing. Hey, you look back, that that's still going on. I couldn't believe it. So all right. Well, let's do it, guys. It's Wednesday, it's hump day. We're gonna get you class, we're gonna get you out of here a little early. It's a beautiful day. Go out and take advantage of that. Have a little extra recess if you guys will. Um, yeah, let's do it. It's time once again to grab your overalls, put them on, get that straw hat, get it just so on your head. Just get that perfect straw hat angle. Climb aboard your John Deere, get out your keys, put them in the ignition and fire that bad boy up because ladies and gentlemen, once again, it is time to bet the farm. All right, just like 
Wow, I was going to say, just like magic, and we have our hats on. I got it, I got it. Sorry, I just got a text message at the last minute. Oh, well, sorry. My friend's expecting a package, so I was, apparently UPS was trying to reach me or something. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> okay. All good. This one is not going in the Podcast Hall of Fame, I'm just saying. I didn't know there was a Podcast Hall of Fame. Scott, I know we had a farm play yesterday. How did that go? We had a winner. We had the Giants plus 110, and they ended up winning an extras. Never a doubt. Cue to banjos. Yeehaw. Ma'am. All right. Well, Scott, I know we have a farm play cooked up for today as we try to keep our winning streak going. What do we got? So we're going to go back to baseball looking at a team total in the Mariners and Orioles game. We're going to take the Mariners. Team total over four and a half runs. Seattle's been very good offensively recently as the Mariners have scored at least five runs in five of their last six games. On top of that, Seattle scored at least six runs in three of their last four games. So Seattle seems to be playing its best offense of the season. Baltimore's pitching, not very good recently. The Orioles have allowed at least 10 runs in two of their last three games. And you have Bradish on the mound for Baltimore. I don't want to say it's his last appearance of the season, but it might be because he's been awful. The last three starts, 11 and one-third innings pitched, 11.91 ERA. He's been brutal. Seattle's been good offensively. Four and a half for a guaranteed nine at-bats on the road. We're going to take it. Give us Seattle team total over. There you go. That's going to do it for the farm, everybody. We like the Mariners team total over four and a half, getting it done against Bradish. This is a Baltimore team that is no stranger to giving up a shit ton of runs. By the way, Scott, uh, it seems like an unnatural amount of time that when the still shot for the YouTube videos go up, which we have no control or whatsoever, it's always, always us the wearing the hats. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we do we, we do 40, 45 minutes without hats, two minutes with hats, and that's what always shows up inevitably. So anyway, <laughs> you guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. You can always get just in podcast form. You can download that. Available wherever you get your podcast. It's usually ready about 20 minutes after the show is done. So check that out if you're on the go. As always, we appreciate you watching. Don't forget to check out all the great content here at the Max Wagers Network. But especially once you come back and see us tomorrow as Scott and I will once again do our very best in that never-ending journey to help you guys to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you then. Mm -hmm.